0: Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit myoasischurch.com. Here's Pastor Mark Pearl. Enjoy the message. Why don't you find Genesis chapter 12? Uh, Sunday morning, I was at Pastor Mike's Baskets Church and preaching and, you know, I I, I preached on Uh, the favor of God. And, uh, you know, I was just kind of checking in with the Lord, uh, laying in bed on Saturday morning, I think it was. It's like, is this what you want me to talk about? And the Lord said, yeah. He he said to me, he said, I've got somebody there that needs to hear this. Well, I I know God, you know. I mean, he'll He'll direct and change a whole service for one person. Now, you know, everybody gets something, right? Yeah. But, uh, you know, he's just, he, he's after one person to help him, And uh, so, I don't know, I just felt tonight, I want to go and talk some more about that, maybe a little different than what we did Sunday morning. Uh, Sunday morning, we talked about faith for favor. Tonight, I want to talk about this, uh, abundant increase of favors, Abundant increase of favors, and I want—I want to go to Genesis chapter twelve, and we'll read uh, three verses there. Genesis chapter twelve, verse one: The Bible says, "Now the Lord had said unto Abram, Get thee out of thy country, and from thy kindred, and from thy father's house, unto a land that I will show thee." Now, how many have ever heard the term? And I, if you've been here and paying attention, you have. Have you ever heard the term the blessing of Abraham? All right. Well, we're about ready to read the blessing of Abraham. It's not real long, but it's powerful. Uh, God doesn't have to talk much to say something. (laughs) Amen. He said in verse 2, And I will make of thee a great nation, and I will bless thee, and make thy name great, and thou shalt be a blessing. I want you to notice how many times God talks about bless or blessing. And I will bless them that bless thee, and I'll curse him that curses thee, and in thee shall all the families of the earth be blessed. God's a blesser. Amen. But what I want to center in on tonight is verse 2, where God said, I will make thee a, a, a great nation, and I will bless thee. Now, the Amplified Bible, it says it like this. I will bless thee with abundant increase of favors. Abundant increase of favors. Well, how many know we need, we need favor? Amen. Jesus needed favor. The Bible says that he increased in favor. Well, how many know if he needed favor? We need favor. He, he had, the Bible said he had favor with God and he had favor with man. God and man. And God wants to give us favor. Matter of fact, when I'm, gonna, I'm just going to take this little bit of time here to show you this because uh, I want you to see that this is not just something, you know, that's, that we made up, but that it's firmly rooted in the Word of God. Uh, that God... Uh, you know, God told Abraham, seed, he said this. He said, I'm going to bring you into a land, and I'm going to give you uh, ha- uh, cities that, that you, did, you, did, you didn't uh, build. I- I'm going to give you uh, houses that you, that you didn't build, and I'm going to fill them with good things, I'm, yeah. with, which you didn't fill. And I'm going to give you olive trees and vineyards that you didn't plant, and wells that you didn't dig. How I many you know that's favor? Yeah. You didn't do anything, but you just got it. Amen. And so God wants to take us to a place where things just start happening in our life and coming to us simply because of His favor on our life. It's not that we earned it. We worked for it, but it's His blessing. I mean, He just calls Abraham out of Ur Chaldees and says, I want to bless you. I want to bless you. And I want to give you an abundant increase of favors. I want to keep increasing the favor on your life. Well, you know, like we said, Jesus increased in favor. I want to increase in favor. How many want to increase in favor? See, someone said one time, I have no idea who said this. I don't know where it originated at. There's a lot of preachers have said it, but I'm not sure where the original source is, but they said one day of favors worth a thousand days of labor. Just one day of favor. And then you'll see that quote like this. One day of favor is worth a lifetime of labor. Amen. You know, the Bible talks about the blessing of the Lord. What what does it do? It maketh rich, rich, and he adds no sorrow with it. Now, that word sorrow just means toiling. and That's that's what's being said there. In other words, there's no amount of effort that you can do That'll outdo the blessing. Hallelujah! You can work a hundred hours a week, and it won't outdo the blessing. And we got to learn to have faith for it. And we'll talk about that a little bit. That that uh, it requires faith. Now, ha- have you ever? Have many ever heard? Have me ever heard uh, this said that that we have the blessing of Abraham? Anybody ever heard that? Yeah, let me show you. Let's go to Galatians chapter um, three. Go there, and I want to show you that that's that's, that's the Bible. That's in the Bible. You know, I, now some people don't even realize it's in there, but it, it's in there. And I want to show you that we God just that what we just read there is the blessing of Abraham. Yeah. I will bless you. I'll make your name great. I will bless you with a abundant increase of favors. Hallelujah. And you'll be a blessing. How many know that God wants us in turn to be a blessing? Amen. Right? Right? You know, God doesn't bless you just so you can just lavish it on yourself. Now, how many know He wants you to have stuff? How many know that? You know, people don't sometimes, but God does. It's like Pastor Chuck was talking in offering time a few services ago. You get persecuted when you start getting blessed. Right? I learned that a long time ago, years ago in the church, that you know, if you preach about blessing and prosperity, everybody's with you. You start getting it, and they all start, well, not all of them. <laughs> Some of them start grumbling. I already he get that. How about the blessing? Right. Amen. Amen. How about the blessing of the Lord? It maketh rich. Right. Hallelujah. It means have full supply, right? Amen. Come on, are you with me tonight? See? It means have a full supply. I don't know about you, but I want that. Amen. I want to, why? So, how me know you can't help people if you're not helped yourself? Isn't that right? You know, uh, I'd give them credit if I could remember who was talking about it. I can't remember. I'm not getting old. There's too many files open right now. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> the guy was talking about, he said, I went to a service with a guy. I said, I wish I could remember who this was. It was one of my friends, or who it was. Well, anyway, it doesn't matter, does it? I'll just tell you the story, all right? right. You don't have to hold the source. Well, what, what, what the guy was saying, he said, You know, I went to a service with this guy and, and they were receiving an offering. He had nothing, he didn't have anything. So he, he took his shoes off and took them up there and gave them, put them on the altar, you know. And uh, he said, That's all I had. So he put them up there on the altar and walked back to his seat in his sock feet, you know. And how uh, many know that's, that's radical? Isn't that radical? Yeah. And he, and he said he said uh, somebody from the platform, you know, after the offering was over with said, whose shoes are these? Nobody to answer. So he said, whose shoes are these? And finally his friend said, oh, they're mine. He said, come up here and get them. But, but what they did as he was coming up is they took a lot of the money of that offering and stuffed it in his shoes. He came back with two shoefuls of money. He's more excited about it than you were, but anyway. <laughs> You know, amen. Amen. I call that the blessing of the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Amen. And, uh, you know, that's pretty radical. And, uh, you know, we don't want your stinky shoes. And if you do set them up here, unless it's the Lord, we're not stuffing any money in them. But this was God. You know, God's got a way, you know, he's got a way of doing things, doesn't he? Amen. I was in a service years ago. I was there with a friend of mine. And they were receiving the offering for this guest minister. you know. He was from Texas. And uh, he was at this church to preach, and I was at the church, you know. And uh, me and my friend went. I don't know where Phyllis was that night, but for some reason she didn't go. And uh, so my friend went with me, and we're there. And, uh, you know, the, the Lord, when they took up the offering, the Lord dealt with me. He said, I want you to give a certain amount. Well, it was quite a bit for me, you know. At the time, for what I had, I didn't have much at the time. And so it was quite a bit. And so the Lord was dealing with me to do that. And so I, you know, I only gave half of what I felt like I was supposed to give. Now, how many know, you know, you can, you, you know when God's talking to you, right? Well, some of you do, some of you don't. But you do, I know when God's talking to me. Come on now. And I realized, you know, after uh, that, I realized, you know, I didn't, I didn't obey there. Uh, you know, I partially obeyed. I gave half of it. How many know partial obedience is what? It's still disobedience. And so we got near the end of the service. Now, I've been to this church more than one time. And so I realized what they did, you know, how they took up offerings and things like that. And so we got near the end of the service and the Spirit of God came in and he he began to move. Man, my heart got tender. And I started feeling bad about not obeying. And I began to put on that Pentecostal wine. Oh, God. Come on, you old Pentecostals know what I'm talking about. Oh, Lord. And I was doing that, you know, and saying, Lord, just, I'm so sorry. Just give me another chance and I'll give the rest. Now, I fully didn't expect it to happen because I've been in this church. But God is my witness. The pastor got up and said, you know what? I feel led to take up another offering for our evangelist. And I thought everybody else had to give because of Jonah. Or maybe I should say they got to give. How about that? Well, you know, God, God has his way of doing things. And he has a way of getting favor on us. I mean, you say I don't know anybody that would bless me. Well, God does. God does. I can't see any way, Pastor. Well, God can. I said, God can. One time the Lord told Moses, he said, I'm going to, uh, you know, I'm going to provide meat for this whole outfit here out in the wilderness. And you understand, I don't know how many there were, but there were 600,000, the Bible calls them footmen. So there were 600,000 footmen. And the Bible says besides that, there was a mixed multitude that went with them, plus the women and the children, right? And so, you know, you got mom and dad and all the kids, and the just dads was 600,000. So there was probably at least 2 million people there and so God said, told Moses, I, I'm, going, I'm going to feed, they want meat, I'm going to give them meat. matter of fact, God said, I'm going to give them to them until it comes out their nostrils. God's humor sometimes. And uh, Moses said, well, where in the world would you get that? You know, this is paraphrasing, but he just said, you know, if we killed all the cattle, I mean, we wouldn't have that much meat to feed these people, not even one night. I like what the Lord said. The Lord said, The most, is my arm wax short? You don't think I can do this? How many you know God's got a way? Amen. Hallelujah. He's got a way to get favor to you. If you keep the right attitude and the right faith about you. Now, look at this. Remember, we're talking about now. Everybody say the blessing of Abraham. Blessing of Abraham. What was one of the blessings of Abraham? Abundant increase of favors. Everybody say abundant. Increase, Increase of favors. favors. That's one of the blessings of Abraham. That's what that I will bless you means. That's one of the meanings of it. That's what the Amplified Bible says. Now now look at this in verse... Uh, did I tell you go to Galatians chapter 3? All right, look at verse 9. The Bible says, So then they which are of faith are blessed with faithful Abraham. Well, there it is, isn't it? Right? Come on, are you with me tonight? Amen. All right, act like it then. They're blessed with faithful Abraham, right? All right, look at look at verse 13, same chapter. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it's written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Why? That the blessing of Abraham might come on the Gentiles. That's us, folks. Through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit, what the Spirit promised through faith. There it is again, isn't it? Look at 29, same chapter. And if you be Christ, then are you Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Wow. What does that tell us? It tells us when God spoke in Genesis chapter 12 in verse 2 and said, I will bless you with an abundant increase of favors, he's talking to us too. We got the same thing. Hallelujah. Well, why isn't it happening? Well, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And and sometimes I think it happens more than we realize. You know, sometimes, you know, God does, you know, know, sometimes we think that uh, favor or God's blessing is always this great big thing. But a a minister acquaintance friend of mine uh, one time told a story about his grandmother who was saved, loved the Lord but didn't tithe. And, you know, he had just, he, had, he, he was saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. Grandma was more of a, another de- denominational type. and You know, she wasn't all that. And uh, so he decided, him and his brother decided, we've got to get Grandma to tithe. So they went to go talk to Grandma. Now, you know, we were raised to respect your elders, right? So you watched how you talked. Amen. Because, you know, uh, in those days, grandmas might jack your jaws a little bit. All right? And so he went to talk to her respectfully. So, you know, grandma, you know, we, and begin to talk to her about tithing and all. And she says, you guys are just trying to get my money. <laughs> and he, he, he made a deal with grandma. He, he said, I told her, if he said, grandma, you tithe for one year, and if the Lord doesn't bless you, I'll give you your money back. Well, God kind of said that, didn't he? Didn't he? Didn't he? He said, try me in this. And uh, she, she, she agreed to it. She told him. She said, oh, okay, I'll do that. And uh, he said ab- about a year later, he said, I was getting ready to leave town. He's a minister. He said, I was getting ready to leave town for a meeting, you know. And uh, she called him and said, I want my money back. He said, what? She said, I did what you boys told me to do, and if I've been blessed, I don't know it. I want my money back. Now, don't you leave town. Do we go to the bank? I'm going with you. and We're going to get my money back. This is a sassy southern grandma. All right. And so he said, well, well, grandma, will you do me a favor? Uh, will you just take 20 minutes and pray and ask the Lord why he didn't bless you? She said, all right, but don't you leave town. And uh, he said 20 minutes later, uh, his phone rang, and his grandma was crying. And she went, Randy. And he said, what? Randy. He said, did the Lord talk to you? Yeah. What did he say? He asked me how many times I've been sick this year. How many times you been sick this year, Grandma? None. The previous year, she'd been sick several times and had to spend money with the doctors, maybe hospitals and all that. This year, she didn't have to do any of it. See, God was blessing her because she didn't see this dump truck out front of her house dump a bunch of money on her driveway. She didn't realize he was. But he was. Hallelujah. He was rebuking the devourer for her sakes. That made a believer out of grandma. You can teach an old dog new tricks, can't you? How many, old, how many old dogs are glad of that? Come on, woof, woof. Now, see, this is, this, is the blessing of, uh, this is the blessing of Abraham. See, Paul put it a little different. He said he's blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places. See. So actually, our covenant goes even beyond Abraham. I mean, we're in this New Testament now. Now look at Luke chapter chapter four. Go there, Luke chapter four. So it's it's a bigger deal that we have today. I mean, you know, Abraham had all those natural blessings, but we got natural blessings plus spiritual blessings. How many rather be filled with the Holy Ghost and have a bunch of money? Sure. How many rather have this your mind with peace than a, a bunch of money? Right? Amen. How many would rather have, you know, you know things like that, that, you know, spiritual blessings of, you know, but you don't have to choose, but I'm just saying we got both. Right. Now look at this in Luke chapter 4 and uh, verse 16. This is talking about Jesus says, He came to Nazareth where he had been brought up and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath and stood up for to read. So Jesus had a custom of going to church. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he'd opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, because he hath anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, now that uh, acceptable year of the Lord uh, is what the Bible calls the year of Jubilee, but it's also known. And Jubilee was the year. Let me say this: Jubilee was the year every fiftieth year they declared a Jubilee in Israel, and everybody got loose from their debts. If they were in slavery, they got set free, and so it was. A, they proclaimed liberty throughout all the land. So it was a great uh, year of. Uh, celebration and freedom in Israel. But it was also called the favorable year of the Lord. Or one translation, the English Standard Version, calls it the year of the Lord's favor. All right? Now, notice what Jesus said. He said in verse 20, he closed the book. He gave it again to the minister. He sat down, and the eyes of all of them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, uh, this day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. In other words what he was saying was right now th- all, this th- this scripture is fulfilled in your ears their jubilee was standing in front of them Jesus. Jesus is our jubilee see and so he's right there in front of them and he's saying this is fulfilled in your ears right now right now right and but I want to talk about this. It said he came to preach the acceptable year, Lord. Now, I, I I asked this question Sunday morning. I hope you all get it. Why do you preach things? How does faith come? And hearing by what? See, Paul said in Romans, uh, how, how shall they believe in him who they've not heard? How shall they hear without a preacher? How shall they preach except they be sent? Uh, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. So Jesus came to preach the acceptable year of Lord. Why did he preach the acceptable year of Lord? Why did he preach the year of the Lord's favor? So people would have faith for favor. Right? He wants, he wants us to have faith. That's why I preached Sunday morning, a little dip, different slant than this, but I talked about faith for favor, how we need to have faith for favor on our life. Expect the favor of God to be on us. Not because we're somebody special, but because we serve somebody special. Isn't that right? See, you and I are no better than the sinner out there on the street except by the grace of God. See, if, that, if it wasn't the grace of God, that's what we would be like. I, you know, I've often wondered, not that I really, you know, need to know, but I've often wondered where my life would be today if I hadn't met Jesus Christ. I'm not sure I'd be alive. Maybe I would. I'm not sure I'd still, you know have my health maybe I would I don't know but certainly wouldn't be blessed like it is today amen Amen. so I'm just simply saying to you we ought not not in an arrogant way but in a but in a thanking God way we ought to expect to get preferential treatment (laughs) listen how quiet it is (laughs) don't think carnal with me I'm not talking about because you're somebody special I'm talking about because we got a father in heaven Amen. And I've watched God do that to me over the years, just small things, you know, even small things, just give me preferential treatment, you know. Amen. Where others may not got the same treatment. And I didn't get it because of me. I got it because of my father. Hallelujah. Thank God we serve a good father. I like that song, we're a good, good father. He's a good, good father. Right? So you have to learn to expect true favor on your life because of who you serve. And because, listen now, it's part of your inheritance. It's part of the blessing that's on your life. But if you don't have faith for it, see, Jesus came to preach it so we'd have faith for it. What you don't. If you don't believe for it, you won't have it like you should. Just like anything else of God's provision. You have to have faith for it. It all operates by faith. But you say, "According to your faith, be it unto you." So, if you want favor, have faith for favor. You know, don't, don't be saying, "Well, that I, that probably won't work out for me." No, say it probably will work out for me. I'm believing for favor. Amen. Amen. I'm believing for favor. Right. So, so start believing for favor. God give you favor. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, you know, I could tell you stories, but I don't know if I'm going to spend time doing that. i got some other things I want to say, say to you. But there's a, there, there's a lot of things that God will do for us that the world just can't get because we have favor. Amen. I'll tell you one thing. You know, the psalmist said this. This is Psalm 30, verse 5. It says, His anger is but for a, is, is just but for a moment. Aren't, aren't you glad His anger is only momentary? And his favor is life. Now think about that when it comes to healing. You, you, his favor gives you life. Doctor says you're going to die. Well, thank God the favor's on me. Favor gives me life. Hallelujah. His favor's for life, the Bible says. And his favor is, is life. Hallelujah. So I have something the world doesn't have. I've got favor. I've got favor. I've had a, I've had things work out for me that they said wouldn't work out, but they worked out because favor, favor. You know what I'm saying? I said, well, I, that can't be done. Well, it can. A favor's on you, right? You know, I've had them tell me, well, can, we can't do that. And, you know, now let me just say this to you. You know, you got to have favor with God and man. How many know that? All right, so you can mess favor up. See, the Bible talks about in Romans 14, verse 17, the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Verse 18, who who serves Christ in these things is, is acceptable to God and pleasing to men. In other words, he who he who operates in righteousness, peace, and joy has favor with God and favor with man. Bible's proverb says, let not mercy and truth depart from you. And, and when you do, you'll have favor with God and man. How many know you got to be a sweet person if you're going to have favor with people? Right? You're going to have favor people. You've got to be a sweet person. You've got to be a nice person. You've got to be a godly person, right? I'll tell you something else. You've got to be a joy-filled person. Joy-filled people get favor. People say, I don't know why I'm doing this for you. Well, I do. It's called favor. But you can mess your favor up. Now, we're not earning favor. It's free gift. But you can do things that affect its operation. Just like if I gave you a brand new car, you didn't earn it, I just gave it to you. It's a free gift. But how you treat it's gonna determine how it operates. If you, if you abuse it, it's not gonna work long. So, favor, you have, to, you have to have what does it mean, righteousness, peace, and joy? Well, walking in righteousness, right? You know, walking in your righteousness, living right. How many know you live right? You're gonna have favor. Favor with God and man. And then peace, how many of you gotta walk with peace with other people? Then the Bible says, as much as lies within you, live peaceably with all men. So so you have to, you know, how many know that sometimes people try your, your peace, don't they? But as much as lies within you, you know, isn't that right? I mean, you know, it's just like, I'm not going down on your level. Oh, I have before. I always felt dirty when I did it. Come on, am I the only one that's like, Gotten down there with the sinners? Right? Yeah, I have. I had to go back and apologize. We're supposed to walk in peace. And, and the joy of the Holy Ghost. I don't know where joy's gone in the church, but it sure, needs, it sure needs to return. We need to be full of joy. We're saved. Hallelujah. We're delivered. We're redeemed. You go out in the world, the world ought to see something different on you. Amen. You know, you, you you treat them nice. You got joy about you. Yeah. Amen. Now, where are we at in scripture? Anybody know what scripture we're at? We're still in Luke. All right. Uh, why don't you go with me? We don't have much time. Why don't you go with me to Psalm oh, five? I want to I want to show you this. Psalm five. I just wanted you to see. You need to expect to have favor. Jesus came and preached it. He brought the blessing of Abraham back back to us. To us, he brought it to us and. And uh, we need to expect favor, not demand favor, but expect favor. You know, when I say expect favor, I'm not talking about we demand it out of people. That's wrong. I said that's wrong. We leave it up to God. Uh, You know, one one minister I know, he he said something I thought was good. He said, "Don't you know, uh, with when you deal with people, learn don't expect anything, but be thankful for everything you get." In other words, you don't personally put a demand on people. You know, I don't personally go and say, I'm a preacher, how about a discount? (laughs) I've never done that. I don't do that, I won't do that. I don't want, you know, I don't, I'm not operating that way, all right? If you see fit to show me favor, then fine, I'll receive the favor, but I'm not going to come to you and try to get favor off of you, right? Or drop faith hints. We used to see those, you know, have prayer time at the altar and, oh, God, you know I need this. Oh, God, you know I need that. Now, well, so does everybody else know you need it. But see, that's, that's, not, that's not what God, that's not the way it works. God does this for us. He gives us favor. Amen. Amen. And so we, we, we have to learn to trust God for favor and, have, and believe that he'll give me favor. You know, I say, well, you can't, you know, you say you can't do this. You know, I've, I've had friends and, you know, go to build churches and the city say you can't do it. Well, it doesn't matter what the city says. You got favor. Right? You got favor. Amen. I, I know one minister, he went to buy a building and they told him he was a, he's a black minister. And they said, uh, black people, this is what they said. I'm not making this up. This is what they said black people can't own property in this part of town. That's what they told him. You know what? He's got his church there today. Because he said, I like what he said. I'm not coming to you as a black man. I'm coming to you as a born again, holy ghost filled man of God. Forget the black or white. It's what's on the inside, right? You know, and so, yeah, he bought the property. They couldn't stop him because of favor. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Now, look at this. In uh, Psalm 5, verse 12, the Bible says, For that Lord will bless the righteous. With favor will you compass him as with a shield. Isn't that good? In other words, favor ought to go out in front of you, it ought to be a shield in front of you, right? Hallelujah. Well, <laughs> I love it when the. Um, well, let me just say this. How many of, If you got a shield, how many people bump into it before they bump into you? Let them hit that favor shield. You all ever have people tell you that? I don't know why I'm doing this. Well, I do. They don't know. And I don't say, you know, because it's a favor of God. No, I'll thank God for the favor, but I'm not going to sit there and tell them. You know, I'll just, they later on, I'll thank you, Lord, for favor. I thank God for, sometimes I get favor of parking spots. You know? Not like it's going to hurt me to walk. It'd probably be really good for me. Uh, but you know, sometimes I'm in a hurry, I've been in a hurry before, you know pulling in Walmart, you know and I mean they're, they're parked all you know way out there, and I'll say, Lord, give me favor, give me a parking spot." And I mean I, I've had him many times give me a parking spot, just give me favor. And like somebody's pulling out, well, thank you Jesus, glory to God. And I always thank you for it. I always say, thank you for favor, Lord, thank you. Amen. No, does it work that way every time? No, sometimes I have to walk, you know, a mile and a half. Uh, but that's probably a day I really needed to do it, you know what I'm saying? God's just looking out for me. You know, you need a little exercise today, son. Come on, are you with me? <laughs> Amen. But thank God for favor, right? He said, well, I don't, you know, I don't know about it. No, I listen, I'll tell you one time, I was trying to find a specific Bible, you know. And it was out of print. And I liked it, you know. And they, you know, it seemed like You know, they always make the new and improved, and it's not new and improved. Or they discontinue the stuff they like. Like, I've got this favorite coffee I like to drink. And for some reason, they decided to discontinue it, you know. And I sent them a nice little note about it, you know, threatened them a few times. But it was pretty much nice. No, I'm kidding. And, uh, you know, but I wanted this particular Bible, you know. And so, I mean, I looked everywhere. You know, I looked at the bookstores. I looked online, you know. Uh, No, I take that back. I didn't look online because in those days you couldn't look online. We weren't online yet. Uh, We were still phones were still hanging on the wall, and uh, but you know I'm 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 checking bookstores and stuff like that, trying to find it, you know, and everything else. And one day, just out of the blue, I heard the Lord said, "Why don't you call?" And He told me a place to call. Why don't you call this? Now, how many know when God, if it's truly God, and He tells you that, you can already shout. Because he's not just checking. Right? How many you know that? He's not just check there and see maybe they have it. No, he knows. And I called this company. Actually, it was the company that made the Bible. You know, which you don't, you know, you normally don't call them to buy the Bible. They don't do it that way. They they got, they they, they people, you know what I'm saying. Companies buy it off of them, see. And I called, and the secretary answers, and I told her what I was looking for, and just, I, you know, I was hoping this was God, or else it was like a really dumb, stupid call she was getting that day. And I said, you know, I've really been looking for one of your Bibles. And I know you've discontinued She said, we got one left. I said, I'll take it. Praise God. Hallelujah. I call that favor. I said, I call that favor. Amen. Man, man, you know, and I've got free stuff, just, you know, like I told you, the Starbucks thing, and I really got free coffee at Starbucks. I mean, the one time I broke the chain, I didn't know what was going on. You know, the pay it forward or whatever the thing was going on in the nation, where you go through a drive-thru, and the person in front of you would pay for yours, and you're supposed to pay for it. Well, somebody paid for mine, and I said, thank you, Jesus, for favor. Praise God for favor. And I just got mine and left. And I'm sure when I drove off, the lady was going, "What an idiot! What a tight What a cheapskate!" I'm glad I didn't have Oasis Church sticker on the back of my truck. But I did it just innocently. I just didn't know. I just thought I didn't realize that. But but yet at the same time, I've, I've had him give me favor. Even Starbucks, man, give me coffee. Just give it to me. More than once, just say, "Well, just just take it." Well, thank you, Jesus. Okay, I'll be nice. I thought start, I started to say, if you get liberals like that to give you coffee, praise God, God's favors on you. Amen. All right, moving right along. Praise the Lord. How many know what I'm talking about? <laughs> it isn't the most conservative shop in town. Yeah. Just go in there sometime and they say, What what name do you want on your coffee? Say Trump. <laughs> That's right. Moving right along. One last scripture. Go to Job. That really burns. i We have to go, coffee for Trump. <laughs> Hallelujah. We're just having some fun. All right. Now, look at Job chapter 1. Man, we're talking about favor. What did, it, what did the Bible say? It was a shield, didn't it? A shield. He will compass you. What's compassion? Man, all the way around you, right? Isn't that right? goes all, it's a shield that goes all the way around you. So you come up from behind me, there's favor back there too. All the way around me, there's there's favor. I said there's favor all the way around me. Favor all the way around you. It's a shield, praise God. Let let the world bump into that. Let your business dealings bump into that favor. Believe for favor. If you don't believe for it, you won't activate it. But you have to believe for it and activate it. Things of God are activated, activated by faith. So believe for it that it's going to come on you and you're going to have favor. Amen. Don't think you can't have it. I You know, they're telling me I can't have that house. I can't have this. No, you can have it. You can have favor. Amen. Look at this in Job chapter 1 and verse 9. This is Then Satan answered the Lord and says, Does Job fear God for nothing? Listen to this. Hast thou not made a hedge about him, about his house, about all that he has on every side? Thou hast blessed the work of his hands, and his substance is increased in the land. Now I have in my Bible, this is what God does. You see, people blame God for Job's trouble, but the Bible says Satan went forth and smote Job, didn't it? Right. Now, let me say this to you. Job did go through some trials, didn't he? Yeah. But it did, it only lasted like nine months. All right? All of his life has been a life of favor. But he how many know we all go through trials, right? Yeah. It doesn't mean God's left you. It just means you're being, your face being tried, see? You just got to stick with it. Does that make sense to you? And when Job, when, when, when this all ended after nine months, the Bible said Job had twice as much as what he had. And he was already the richest man in the East. Now he's twice the richest man in the East. And I think he got rid of that unbelieving wife, too. You know the one that said, curse God and die? She had the insurance policy paid up, life insurance. Go ahead, Job, die. He told her, he said, you talk like one of them foolish women. Now, I know the Bible doesn't say that, but I'm just believing he got a better wife. <laughs> How many agree with me on that? Sound like God to me, right? So, listen now. Notice this. This is what God does. God doesn't do the testing. God doesn't do the evil. What God does is he makes a hedge about you. Isn't that a shield? A shield of favor. See. But what? Notice he had one about him. He had it about his house, right? All right, now see, here's things you need to believe for. Let let there be a shield of favor about you, about your house, about all that you have on every side. Amen. Amen. Uh, uh, He has blessed the work of his hands. Believe for favor to be on your work. And his substance is increased in the land. That's favor that's favor a brother said one time i may have told this story here uh, i don't know well if, if i have just 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 bear with me uh, i think i might have told it sunday i don't know but a brother he said you know he had bought this car uh, old, uh like a muscle car you know old, older muscle car like i don't know 60s or 70s you know when they really made some nice cars And some of those cars are worth a lot of money. You know, I was watching this auction thing, this meekum auction, and they had like a Shelby Mustang on there. I think it was a 1972, I believe. And back in 1972, you could buy the car for $4,000-some-odd dollars. But, you know, back in 1972, if you were alive back then, you also know you might have been able to buy a house for that. See, my parents bought their house out in the country in 1966 for $6,000-some-odd dollars. All right? And so things were different, right? So, you know, because I look back and i like, man, I wish I'd have bought a bunch of them. I thought, where would I have $4,000 back then? You know, it's almost like hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know. Well, anyway, this this car was uh, like $44,000, $4,500, $4,700, brand new. This car sold at Mecham Auction for $350,000. So some of those old cars were worth a lot of money. And so he had, he had bought one. And, of course, you know, even buying the, the ones that are junked, you know, they're still pretty pricey. And so that's what he had. He had, a, he had a, a, an older one. It wasn't restored. It was kind of junky and so forth. And, but yet somebody stole it one night because it's still worth, you know, it, it's a great investment. It's a great investment. And so those of you that are complaining about your old putter, just keep it around for a little while. Hey Amen. You know, put some antique tags on it, and fix it up later on. You might get some money out of it. But he said, you know, this person stole it, and they never did find out who did it. He said five years later, he said, I got a call. And this guy calls me, and he says, Uh, uh Something like, I don't know how to tell you this, but I'm the guy that stole your car. And he said, I want to give it back to you. He said, I've given my life to to Jesus Christ and I want to give it back to you. Where can I meet you to give this car back to you? And so they set up a meeting place. He said, when I got there, he said, I not only got my car back, this guy had restored it. It was totally mint condition. I call that favor. I call that the devil paying you back, right? Right? Now, this guy had restored it as a sinner. It was worth thousands and thousands of dollars. He'd restored it as a sinner, but then somewhere along the line, he met Jesus Christ and realized, I got to make this right. And he got a hold of this brother's number and called him and said, I've got your car. I want to give it back to you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So maybe things that you lost years ago, they may be on their way back sometime. Hallelujah. Because of God's favor. Hallelujah. It's a a year of favor. How do I know it's a year of favor? Because Jesus said, I've come to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. I've come to preach the year of the Lord's favor. I don't know about you, but that does something inside of me. Hallelujah. Not to take no for the final answer. Right? Now, I'm not talking about being arrogant. I'm just talking about when we know something's the will of God for our life, then we need to expect the favor of God to be honest. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We bought a house one time that wasn't for sale. Matter of fact, it was double dog not for sale. Triple dog not for sale. No way it's for sale. But God told me when I stepped into the house, this is your house. I drove home. I told Phyllis, I found our house. Amen. And I, I had to kind of pry her out there. But once she got out there, she realized this is our house. And the guy said he wouldn't sell it, but two weeks later he sold it to me. Hallelujah. Favor. And I didn't tell him, you know, this is my house. I didn't tell him, God told me this is my house. No, I, I didn't covet the house. I wasn't covenanting it because God said it was mine. How many you know everything on the earth belongs to the Lord's? Right? Now, that doesn't mean we just go take, you know, somebody's watch and say, the Lord told me that was mine. You'll go to jail for that. You better let the Lord work out the details and that person decide to give you the watch. It's like a friend of mine driving a Lincoln one time. He said, I had a preacher in there with me. And he said, you know, he owed money on the car, you know, but, he, but you know, he, he had, had a nice Lincoln. And he said, this preacher's riding with me. He was a preacher himself. This preacher's riding with me. He said, the Lord told me you're supposed to give me this car. He said, I will, brother. He said, but open the glove box and get that coupon book out of there too. That goes with it. Oh, no, no, no. Stand up, everybody. And you know, we don't do silly things. We we le- we let God work out the details. Hallelujah. I often think about the lady that sold us this building. At first she was going to sell it to us, then she changed her mind. She wasn't going to sell it to us. Then she decided she would sell it, but she had she called me, said I've got other offers, they're cash offers, they're more than your offer. And uh she, she said to me, she said, You know, so, you know, when they say that, it's not sounding good. You know what I'm saying? When they're telling you, I got cash offers, they're more than your offer. You know, and she's telling me this on the phone. And then she says this to me She says, But uh, I like you. And I want you to have the building. I don't like those other people. <laughs> I said to her, She's a sweet lady. She's still alive. She's a sweet lady. I said, Well, Carolyn, you don't have to like people to sell them your building. You're not going to live with them. You don't have to like. No, I want you to have it. I call that favor. Hallelujah. And then we paid it off. I call that favor. Hallelujah. That's just a favor of God. Many, many things we could talk about. But we're done tonight. You get something? Let's believe this. Let's believe for favor. Say, Heavenly Father, Father, I I believe you for favor to be on my life. I'm trusting you, Lord. Everywhere I go, every business transaction I make, that I'll have favor with you and I'll have favor with man. And it's all because of your grace. I receive your favor by faith in Jesus' name. Come on, thank Him for just a moment. Hallelujah. Thank God for favor. Hallelujah. Amen. And amen. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.